0: Hurst, takes a quarterback keeper to the five and into the end zone for the ball game a 12-yard touchdown run by Jalen Hurts in overtime and that is that
2: Chris Brown on the call there painful ending to the Bills I-, I would say it was a classic game against the Eagles a ton of fun a lot of points uh you know Heroic second half comebacks, great quarterback play. I had a blast watching it. It's just, it's one of those things. Like as a Bills fan, I would love to eventually get to a point where we win one of those. It's another games. one. It'd of be lo- really
1: cool. It's another one of those games where if you're an NFL fan, it's had like, wow, I love
2: this. Had a blast. Like,
1: yeah. But I mean, if you had any
2: rooting interest in this, and you're in Western New York, and or just any one of the Bills fans across the nation, you hated it all over world. again.
1: Yeah, we're a worldwide fan base now. But
2: just, <laughs> I, you know, I guess it's the thing is like, you know. Look, there's a there's it's more than likely Sean McDermott is still the Bills' head coach next year. Right. That we're going into this offseason with him as the head coach. So I guess now the, the real question is, how do they get over this hump? How do they figure out winning these one score games? McDermott through three years is 17 and 17 in those one score games. We're having that conversation again of can they do it? And right now the the answer is not really no, or kind of coin flip. Kind of depends on the day. And with a quarterback like Josh Allen. That really shouldn't be happening. It really shouldn't. Especially when multiple times he has gone to the bench with the lead. Excuse me, with the lead. And yet they end up losing these games. Whether it be Hell Murray. Whether it be 13 seconds. The Houston, we had had a caller in the last hour. Bring up that he's kind of been out on McDermott since the Houston Texans playoff game. Really don't know how that's aggressive. That's really (laughs) aggressive. Yeah. For a team that, you know, I don't want to say limped in the playoffs, but like they clearly were not like the finished version of the Bills. That's a bit aggressive to be out on him then, but that was a second half collapse. They were up 16 0 and they ultimately lose in overtime. You know, yeah, you have 13 seconds then. You also have other of these games that have just, they've collapsed against bad teams, the Urban Meyer Jaguars. I've brought up a lot this year with with Mac Jones and Zach Wilson. You lost to Zach Wilson last year too, right? They've lost to Zach Wilson four times.
1: I don't think it's been that much. has no. it? no, oh. that's, a, that's aggressive. It's at least two, obviously. It's but, it's two, but but, like, but that's too many. Right, two too many. But like I I mean I kind of I started to have my doubts at thirteen seconds. That, I think a lot of people have. That was that was my real first like whoa like because you always but you always hear and, you always hear the statement that that's how you get that's how you get fired or, or doing mm-hmm. that gets you right. fired doing that multiple times you, gets you fired yeah you
2: watch 13 seconds and when the anger or the shot kind of wore off you're like that is something that gets somebody fired right <laughs> like, like that, that right. is something that happens well and, and they and ultimately they did move on from the special teams coordinator that mm-hmm. did happen yep but i mm. but still and and do the bills owe the fans exp- an explanation no as no. long as the people in the building know what happened that's fine by me Right. I can
1: continue to be frustrated and question, but ultimately, as long as the people inside know what's going on, I'm fine. If if the people inside know what's going on, do what they have to do, and you and we as fans see improvement, fine. nothing matters. Then I'm all then, right. Then it, and it's like, okay, whatever you did, cool, good job. Yeah, thanks for fixing it. That and move on. But, but I I do
2: wonder when you look at McDermott, is there really development going on? Is he getting mm-hmm. better as a coach? Because it seems like the same mistakes are being made over and over and over again. Yes. You know, they, he calls just the weird defensive timeout. It, it, he still has an idea that
1: icing the kicker works, which hasn't been a thing for it feels like 15 years. I don't think it's ever worked when he's called a timeout. I cannot think of a of a field goal that the kicker missed. I can think of a few that the kicker missed, and he called a timeout as they were missing it. That was a thing yeah. that happened like four or five times. But I also I just I like I will never give you credit for icing the kicker. I just yeah. I, announcers will I never will. No, it's it's cool. He was probably going to mess up anyway.
2: Yeah, like that's the thing like or just it became one of those reasons he hit 25 in a row. Cool. He's kind of due for a miss. No yeah. one's perfect. But my, my I will my, never give you credit for icing a kicker unless the kicker goes in front of the media and goes, "He called the timeout and I absolutely panicked." Right.
1: Right, if you unless can, you admit it, I'll never give you credit for it. <laughs> if a, if you can make a kicker openly admit that you were the reason they missed, then yeah, sure. Number you one, he's out of a job the next day. Yeah, he he's and he's. And you're never gonna get a chance to do it. He's probably cutting himself in that press conference, like, yeah, guys, by the way, I'm leaving the team. Yeah, I'm no longer um, on the team. See you later. By the way, I, I missed the kick because of the coach called the timeout. This career was cool, it's clearly not for me. Yeah. <laughs> but like
2: I, just, I cannot handle the pressure. I'm not I'm not gonna give a coach credit for that, especially when like there's like when you're actively talking like it's a strategy thing. It's not. They're professionals. They've done this hundreds of times in college and stuff like that. That and, and specifically with Jake Elliott. He is one of those clutch kickers in the sport.
3: Mm-hmm. This
2: is like if you went and saw Justin Tucker lining up for a fifty yard field and going, like, I'm gonna ice the kicker. He's he's gonna yeah. panic. Right. I think she's not. I think I've even seen like on some, I don't know, it was like NFL films where it's like top 10 NFL myths and they talked about icing the kicker and there were literally like kickers saying, you can ice me all you want. I'm still going to hit it. Yeah. Like that's the thing is like these guys are professional athletes. Some do get in their head. Absolutely. I'm not going to deny that.
1: But But most most, to get to the level that they're at are crazy people. And usually, hey, hey, kickers are a lot like goalies. Crazy people. Don't you come at us. I said exactly us. what I said. Don't you come at us. But hey, listen, if they're, already, if they're, quote unquote, in their own head, they were doing that before you, yeah. quote unquote, iced them. And it's just like it's it's
2: it's a ridiculous it's, strategy that wastes a timeout that you could have on offense when you're trying to then drive down to give your own kicker a chance at a mm-hmm. game-winning field goal. Just insane to me. Let's go to the phones. We've got Chad in South Carolina. Chad, how are we doing this morning? This afternoon. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Uh, I need
3: to, I'm going to run a coaching pitch by you, and I want you to think about it before you just say gross.
2: Well, now I'm concerned. So,
3: so opportunity doesn't knock very often. This is going to be an opportunity that. I would hate for the Bills to pass up. Now, Let's I'm gonna run this by you. A multiple Super Bowl winning coach. The OC that was with him for those runs is also available. He's known as a defensive coach. Don't but you do it, Chad. Don't I do it. I knew it, Chad. Don't do this. He's known as a defensive coach, guys, but who was on the field to win ball games every single time they had an opportunity, you knew what exactly what was gonna happen. We can say it's luck. It's not luck, it's coaching, it's game management. The guy's a genius at it. Our strengths as an organization complement his weaknesses. He's not going to be a front office guy. Give him a three-year contract. He, He surpasses Shula in a year and a half, coming off a terrible season. He's going to have a fire like he's never had before. It's perfect. It's perfect.
0: All right.
1: Chad, if no one call. else could connect the dots, there he's referring to Bill Belichick.
2: Here's my thing, and, and Chad, to a certain extent, is absolutely correct on him. Yeah, he always put Tom Brady in a good spot to go win games, and Brady did it often. I mean, there was a running joke for I think Tom Brady's first three or maybe even four Super Bowls that Vinny Terry won him, that he put mm-hmm. him in a position to make the field goal, and Vinny Terry did it. My thing is, is the Belichick right now? I think is a dinosaur and has no idea how the modern game works. Now, Chad even said it himself, like, you're not giving him a management role. No. He's just coaching. No. Right. I even think there he's a dinosaur. Yeah. This is also the guy that had Matt Patricia
1: call plays. Right. You're looking, you're looking at the guy that's currently coaching a team to 2-9, and nine, and when they have an opportunity to do something, they usually do what everyone would say is the worst possible option. Like yeah, I, I, and, and and that's in terms of defense. That's in terms of offense. That's it's all across the board. And and sure, it it's partially because of the patriot bias. It's partially because hey, it's, it's the fear of what they
2: were. It's right. the fear of but, what they were. But, but Belichick is not that guy anymore.
1: But he's he not the emperor. Yeah, if you if you say like if you take everything Belichick has done and you put him on the San Francisco 49ers, and and it's just the same exact thing. I'm still saying no. Because it's not because of the rivalry, sure that's a small part of it. It's because of the fact that he's outdated, and yeah. he's being outclassed weekly, and you can see it with yeah he is not adapted to the game against bad teams too. He,
2: but you know what though, and and this is where I I, I know it's it's kind of fun to like poke fun at, at at Belichick's record, not with Tom Brady, and it's not great. He's about a 500 coach without Tom Brady, or actually I think now he's below 500 without Tom Brady. More my thing is is I think he is just a very typical older coach that the game like it does for every athlete passes you by it's a young man's game coaching is a little bit older but it still goes to the young guys who are more innovative who have the energy who are willing to sacrifice most of their personal life to win Belichick is in his 70s we're talking about him and Pete Carroll being the two oldest coaches in football I don't know how much Pete has left in the tank and I do wonder I mean Chad even brought up the point he'll have a fire in his belly I don't know how much he will I do wonder if he will, and that's let's let's even ignore the fact that I don't think he'd even come to the Bills. I I really think he if he left he would truly leave the AFC. I just don't think there's much left in the tank there. I think the game has passed him by. I think he's a typical older coach. It happened to Shula too. He's the person that Belichick's trying to pass. It happened to him. He had Dan Marino and looked lost a lot of the time when he had him. It's 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 not a slap in the face to him as much as you know. Sports TV shows want to, like, demand a player's legacy goes all the way to the retirement. For example, LeBron James in basketball. He's in his late 30s. There is nothing he can do outside of a crime that will affect his legacy on the court. It won't. He's 37-38. He's done. Like, he's, he's, if he adds a championship, great. That adds on. But for the most part, it's done. It's the same with Jordan when he went to the Washington uh, Wizards at that point. No one cared. Good for you, dude. We only care about the Bulls. It, it is what it is. Belichick, I think it's hurting his legacy more when you're seeing that, you know, clearly Brady did a lot. Um, I'm sorry, guys. I think most people would acknowledge that the quarterback is the most important part than the head coach. Right. And, and that it is important that if you don't have a quarterback, you're probably one and done. McDermott wouldn't be here right now if he never got
1: Josh Allen. He likely would have been fired. Imagine if they, tra- imagine if they drafted Josh Rosen like everyone wanted them to do. McDermott's like, probably fired. McDermott's probably gone they might by be on 2020.
2: Their th- yeah, they might be on their third coach already, or their second coach post-McDermott. Right. So, uh, quarterback's incredibly important. And I think the game has passed Belichick by. I think it's a fun idea to bring up because there's a strong, I mean, it was a strong chance in Germany that he might be fired or might be, you know, quietly let go from the Patriots. I don't think that's where we're at. I, th- I think realistically he, there's a good chance that he's just done, or a team like... Carolina goes and gets him because David Tepper's a terrible owner that just kind of wants to throw anything at a wall and see what happens, and he thinks Bill Belichick's going to revive the Carolina Panthers. I don't see it.
1: but It's funny you brought up Pete Carroll, though, because he's kind of the opposite. He loses Russell Wilson, and he still is like somewhat competitive. He's still competitive. They're putting out an interesting team that can like, win games. Sure, they're 6-6 six six right now, but last year they looked great, partially on, a, on the back of a Geno Smith revival season. But, I don't know, I, I just think, like, when you look at the two of them, they're they're kind of, it's it's a very stark contrast between the two.
2: But I ultimately, I think both of them are kind of
1: just, like, drifting away. Oh, I, yeah. And it's what no, it no, no. is. I'm, yeah, I'm not saying Pete Carroll's going to, like, you know, coach for 10 more years or something like yeah, that. Yeah, no. But at the same time, I think, out of the two, he's looking like the better coach yeah. right now. And I think in reality, too, and this is just in any sport, you almost never
2: get the swans. The, the, the beautiful, you know, ride off into the sunset, you know, and even... Peyton Manning, who won a Super Bowl in his last year, everyone acknowledges he was awful that year and his defense just dragged him to a Super Bowl win. Like it's on his resume, cool. But Brock Osweiler was playing important games for that Broncos team. It, it, it's the nature of sports. It, it happens. I just don't, I don't, I don't want Bills fans who do want to see McDermott go get into the idea that Belichick is all of a sudden going to be the savior to him. The game has passed him by. You've seen the Bills dominate him at times. This year, it's just been a nightmare. Like That's tr- it's truly what it has been. But you've seen many teams, not even just the Bills, embarrass them on national television. To the point, they got the Kansas City Chiefs kicked off of Monday Night Football because of how <laughs> bad they are. That game right. was flexed yesterday. Yeah. They're a national joke. Why would I want that guy to come in to apparently all of a sudden save us that's not an idea. That's hoping and praying that he's the check from
1: 2001, not the guy from 2023. Remember, 2001 was 22 years ago. Mm-hmm. So, a lot has changed. A lot,
2: and I just—I I, don't—I don't think he has developed with the game as the game has gone on. I think his last great moment was that Super Bowl against the Rams, where it truly was a great defensive performance by before, um, in front of Jared Goff. But I just—I I don't see that being a good idea at all. Let's go to Dennis in Lockport. Dennis, welcome to the show. How are we doing today?
0: Good, guys. Hey, I just, I'm going to give you my point. I'm straight on the subject you guys were talking about. and Not to defend Belichick, but there is one person we keep missing who I would say definitely we should take a look at. and The guy is Josh McDaniels. He may not be a good head coach, but his record as an OC is six Super Bowls. He saved the Patriots when he left, came back because they had bad years. When he wasn't there, Belichick didn't have that great of a team. They had good teams, um, except for now. But when he's there, they went to Super Bowls. They had the highest scoring offenses. Brady got to do whatever the hell he wanted to do. Excuse my language. Um, and I hate to say it, they they were our you know our 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 uh, boogeyman and our thing. I wouldn't mind having him as an OC. And McDermott maybe finding a, 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 a good defensive coordinator, or he didn't do bad himself this year playing both roles. The D was there, you know, that fell apart because of injuries. I'll, I'll hang up now and let you guys uh, fill in, okay?
2: Mm-hmm. Thanks for the call, Dennis. I just, man, I. No. I, no former Patriots, guys, please. Please. And I especially can't. Especially Josh it, McDaniels, but too. But I, I will give Dennis this. He didn't want him
1: as head coach, he wants him as OC. Okay. That right. only makes
2: sure. it 5% better.
1: But be, look, look, at what, look at the Raiders. Look what happened with the Raiders with Josh McDaniels. He leaves and they look like
2: they were smoking a cigars yeah. in the locker room like they would won the Super Bowl by getting a coach fired. Right. That's concerning. Yeah. Along with that, I think Josh McDaniels is a bad person and I don't want him around the team. No. He almost went to the Colts' job. They were going to announce him and he just bolted to go back to the Patriots. Yeah. And that led to them having to kind of figure out where they were going and all that. I think that's how Frank Wright got the job. Yeah, is that it was like, oh, crap, we need somebody. in Oh, my God. what? And so they go to Frank Reich, and that ultimately did work for them. I mean, he had five different quarterbacks for five different years, and he made the playoffs once. Oh, no, uh, yeah, only once. But I want him nowhere near this team. No. I want him nowhere near this team. He seems- I think a lot of the Patriots' success was Tom Brady and how just cerebral he was as a quarterback it allowed for a lot of the warts with the Patriots, which was, for years, the Patriot way, which was, we're just going to cut you if you give us any problems. If, if you're not exactly the Patriot we want, you're just gone. We're not going to like draft very well, really, ever. Outside of Rob Gronkowski, they didn't draft really anyone on offense from 2010 they to attracted 2022. They agents. They got a few free agents here and there, but it was, it was Brady. Brady made yeah. him competitive.
1: Right. Well, and, and, and again, it's it's like you said, it's you put... And also, and also the, the,
2: they were the, the Bills boogeyman. Alex Smith was spot on, even if he was a, a little rude to Rex Ryan. It was the most uncompetitive co- division in football history. The AFC East for Tom Brady's era. Yeah. It was the most uncompetitive division in football. The best quarterbacks you could look at to pair with Brady was far for 15 minutes with the Jets before he got hurt. Chad Pennington with the Dolphins. Mark, Shan- Mark Sanchez for a cup of coffee in the playoffs, because when he played in Foxborough in the regular season, he threw four picks, and Ryan Fitzpatrick slash Tyrod Taylor. What are, that's, that's uncompetitive. They weren't our boogeyman. They had the easiest walk to the one or two seed in history, and that's a big thing, too, with all this. It, there's a lot of luck involved. I, I know people don't want to admit it, but there's so much luck involved into winning a Super Bowl to getting there. The moment the Bills got good, they cut the bye week for the two seed, and it just became the one seed. So now all of a sudden, the Bills have a few times in this run with Allen have had the two seed. They would have had a bye, which I think is incredibly important to get guys healthy, to kind of get that rest, to get ready for everything. And again, you only have to win three games to win the Super Bowl. Now everyone but the one seed has
1: to win four. And now you also have to look at the other teams that are getting good. Not only – a couple years ago, sure, it was just basically just Kansas City, Cincinnati, and Brady played Peyton
2: Manning and Ben Roethlisberger, for 20 years. Yeah. Don't give me Philip Rivers. I, I think he's fine. But he's he was never on, on the stratosphere of guys like Manning or Brady. Right. That was when it was in his conference. You look at the AFC now. It's Burrow. It's Lamar. It's C.J. Stroud. His rookie year has emerged. It's Mahomes. Well, yeah, it's Allen.
1: Yeah, that's where I was going next. Because a couple years ago, sure, it was just the Bills, Bengals, Broncos, and Ravens. And that was pretty much it. But now... Or Bills, Bengals, Chiefs, and Ravens. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But now you have the jaguars, the colts, the texans. I mean, I guess the steelers if you want to go there who just the, refused to die. The chargers if they got a good coach. But, Justin Herbert but, is well, an elite was, quarterback I'm just, if I'm just he talking, doesn't I'm have just Brandon talking quarterback
2: talent is, is so radically oh, right. different now. Yeah. I mean, just, Brady had to beat Manning. You beat Manning you're going to the Super Bowl every year. Mm-hmm. And he didn't go to a, or he didn't win a Super Bowl for like 10 years by the way. Like there was a middle point where they just didn't win one. Yeah, there was one and then there was like nothing. So, I mean, they went through a while where they didn't win one, and, and you know Manning got his, Roethlisberger got his, Rodgers got one as well. You also had the run there where, where Russell Wilson won one on the NFC side of things. But, like, just don't go back to the Patriots. That team, while well, very well built, and it is the greatest dynasty in, in professional sports. A lot of it was luck-based. They had a really bad division. You look at the Bills. The Bills got to be good for two years before Mike McDaniel and Tua Tagovailoa wind up in Miami, and they're scoring bungles of points and can really give a threat, especially when the Bills are not having a good year. Or you have the Chiefs already were there. I mean, even that, with the Chiefs, are getting kind of lucky in the fact that no one in the AFC West can seem to figure it out.
1: Right. And they've if, made moves. They the, have at least made moves. The AFC West is, a, is kind of becoming... What the AFC East was. At least they're making moves though. Well,
2: right. But but, before before it was just the Jets would do something weird, like get like Brett Favre and they'd 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 be like second seed. They'd be like, Super Bowl baby, we're going. And then they (laughs) wouldn't. And and then they wouldn't. But like the AFC West is at least trying. They're just failing. You know, Russell Wilson, we all remember that offseason. We all were sitting here going, like, I want every AFC West matchup. Prime time. You got Herbert. You got Mahomes. You had Russell Wilson. Derek Carr was still fun. Like you still were like he could pull something out of here. It was a disaster. You had Brandon Staley with the Chargers, and before that you had Anthony Lynn. So like that was two bad coaches right in a row with the Raiders. You had Gruden. Oh my gosh. And and you had um oh who was their GM Mike Mayock who great. You're never going to work on TV for the draft ever again because your drafting was historically bad for the Raiders. Good job. Two thumbs up for there. And then you have the Broncos, who did their best. I mean, they they had a good team, good defense. Oh, All we need is a quarterback. Because we're sitting here with Brett Ripon and Drew Luck. Russell Wilson's available, Fant- and he's bad. You know that that's luck for the Chiefs of to nothing of your own. You kept doing your stuff. It was your it was your division rivals that were bungling it. The Bills have had the opposite. Let's say Aaron Rodgers doesn't get hurt in Week One. The Jets. Have built a really good defense, a really good defense that only recently has Allen even slightly been able to figure out. The Patriots are atrocious, great, but they might be so bad that they're going to, you know, fall into Bobby Slowick or Ben Johnson as a head coach and Caleb Williams as their quarterback. So we'll see how long they might be bad, but they have an owner who's pissed off at losing and is ready to burn the world down just to get back to the playoffs they're going to be maybe concerning here pretty soon as long as they keep losing, which is something I don't want them to do. I want them to win to get out of that quarterback race. And then you have Miami, who, well, yes, I mean, me and you have said they're a paper tiger, and the Bills beat them this year. Great, they're 8-3, and three and you're 6-6. Six and six. I mean, job well done on the win, but they beat bad teams. You seem to struggle with them. The Patriots never had to deal with that. They never dealt with that. I mean, they had one year where the Bills were a threat, and the Bills did beat them, and then they lost 9-10 straight to finish out like 6-10. and 10. They've had years, of course, with the Jets where, you know, the Rex Ryan Jets like, we're going to the Super Bowl. And they gave us all the quotes and, and hard knocks and all that stuff. And Miami gave him struggles in Miami. But it was never a real fight for the division, ever. It was never a fight. Never. And you know what else was lucky for them? The Colts left the division in, I think, 2000 to go to the AFC South.
0: So in he would have had Peyton Manning,
2: 2002. So he would have had Manning in his division. And then he didn't because they added a few more teams, and he, and he goes to the AFC South. Somehow, somehow Miami is not in the AFC South, and somehow the Colts are. That's luck. That That's out of your control, and you take advantage of it. And the Bills have not had a ton of luck. They've had bad ball luck, but a lot of it also is you make your own. And I think the Bills have put themselves in a number of ways throughout the years to not get the one seed in bad positions to not have their own luck. There are ways to build your own luck, and they seemingly don't do it ever. Oh man, you feel better?
1: That was I, I, not really. I felt like you needed that a little. Not,
2: bit. No, not really at all. I feel worse. Oh no, I feel way worse now. I just because I, I look at it, I'm just like. The Dolphins are going to be here for a while. Mike McDaniel scares the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. I brought up the Patriots. I think they are going to be good soon,
1: or or they can be. They have the, well, the level it, potential. It goes back to the build your own luck. You have to you have to do the right things over the next few years, and one of those things is fire Bill Belichick and do not let him draft this year. If if you're the Patriots, you have to like a total rebuild. Like you cannot let him draft. We're getting this to a point offseason. where what was
2: it? It was either last night or or last week. They were putting up a, a pitcher picture for the Patriots upcoming primetime. No, game. it was it was last night. It was last night. They didn't even put up a player. They put up Belichick. That's how bad their talent is. Yeah. They can't even fool you into thinking somebody's there. It was
1: Belichick and
2: TJ Watt.
1: Just insanity. Somebody Somebody actually made an edit of it and put up the uh the lighthouse that isn't actually a lighthouse. That's at the stadium. Mm-hmm. The the Foxborough mm-hmm. lighthouse. Yeah. That'd work too. Yeah. But just I I get I get very worried because
2: the AFC is tougher than it was at that point. And you're you're also dealing with Patrick Mahomes, who might be the best physical talent quarterback ever. Right, and the dude still has yet to play a road well,
1: and, game. Well, and also you got to think about it this way too: you don't know what's going on with Joe Burrow and the Bengals. You mm-hmm. don't mm-hmm. like the Browns are going to be the Browns. The Steelers are whatever. As they long are. as Mike
2: Tomlin's there, they're always going to be close to 500 or a winning record, regardless mm-hmm. of talent.
1: The Texans and the Colts, while they have that rookie te- I mean the Colts you don't really know as much because Anthony Richardson got hurt but with mm-hmm. the Texans specifically oh, you know they're gonna have a lot of good players coming due for contracts all around the same time like they're all yeah. in like the yeah. same yeah. draft same area of age and things like that so the Texans while they're they look great right now they might only have like a two to three year window where all of these players are together on the same team yeah and that's fair and, and and there's other teams too to look at but like my point being is, yeah, there's other teams that are getting good, but it also depends on what they do to, mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. like you said, make their own luck to to keep improving, to stay where they are. You kind of got in in the in the the long term picture, stay in your own lane and just stick to what you can do.
2: Yep,
3: and it, if, you, it's if why, you do that,
1: it's
2: why this year has been so frustrating is because you did have some luck go your way. Burrow gets hurt, right? defense is up this year and you have a defensive head coach and yet i mean i mean even joe brought up on his show this morning before we went on for extra point of just like great defensive defenses are up but defensive coaches aren't winning right and it's 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 a very frustrating season and and frustrating seasons we've been in with the bills got to take quick time out here if you want to join me and josh 803-0550 is the number to call we'll take your calls when we come back after a quick time out zach jones josh Mint filling in for one bills live today here on wgr